The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhana Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Looking down there and I'm seeing JR. That man first signed me to a contract, I'll never forget it. Paid my college debts. I am forever in debt to you, sir. So, if you watch Dynamite on Wednesday, <laughs> Well, you kind of know that things didn't go exactly according to my plan. And I don't get it. I'm, I'm really confused because the whole idea with me coming to AEW was, was to team with Christian Cage. I mean, you wanted to see it, right? 
like, uh, I gotta rewind a bit, okay? And I know this sounds like a, like a fairy tale, but the thing is with him and I, it's actually true. For nine years, I was told I could never do this again. I was told that if I fell, I could die. But I am standing here in an AEW ring through a hell of a lot of hard work and a lot of persistence. But wait, it gets better because for seven years, Christian Cage was told he could never do this again. And through a lot of hard work and a lot of persistence, now he, he, he is here in AEW with me. So I, I just don't understand what happened because when we first started talking about this, when we first started talking about me coming here, that was the idea. And then somewhere along the line, he got a little bit colder. He stopped taking as many of my phone calls. And, and I get it, that's just him being him. He ain't the nicest guy in the world. He never has been. As a matter of fact, I've said it before, I'll say it again, he's a dick. But again, I love him, okay? He's my best friend for 40 years. So maybe when he stopped taking the calls, I should have realized that I should have had some kind of inkling as to what was gonna happen. And yeah, he's in his Bond villain phase, I get it. <laughs> he's got the turtlenecks, he's got the big heavy luchasaurus, which I guess makes Nick Wayne his hairless Persian cat that he pets in his lap, I don't know. Not gonna lie, if every time you guys see Nick Wayne you do that, I would be smiling. So really what I'm out here for is some answers. I, I wanna find out what is going on. I, I'm highly confused, so Christian, can, can you get out here and, and and just tell me what's going on since you won't take my calls. What, what is up? Hey, he's always been up front. <laughs> Same old Adam, huh? You think you call the shots around here? You've been in AEW less than a week and you've accomplished absolutely nothing. As the TNT champion, I come and go as I please. As for your request for an answer, it won't happen tonight. No. You want an answer? You'll get it this Tuesday live on Dynamite. I'll be there Tuesday. The question is, are you going to make it? Sounds ominous. Oh, oh, oh. oh no. And Adam Copeland, who has been in the daylight, has never traveled in the darkness like Christian Cage has. Well, this doesn't look good for Adam Copeland whatsoever. Copeland's not making quips now, is he? Doesn't look like a Persian cat now, does he? 
And Copeland trying to trying to size things up, but there's two men circling the ring. Like, all, all due respect, you don't want to take your eye off the big one, Luchasaurus. Oh, and the Queen gets hit down by Adam Copeland. And Spear! One of the greatest fears in all the pro wrestling, Adam Copeland. Oh! Wow! Publication! No question, Christian Cage behind this attack. Oh, wait a minute! Copeland in the corner! Looking for some revenge, John Wayne! Oh, goodness! That thoracic spine that has had three surgeries driven into the center of the ring. And the extinction! Oh. The extinction plants out of Copeland. From a huge human being with unyielding strength who is looking for his time in the sun. Copeland's not moving. Yeah, Nigel, you've had you've had neck injuries, neck issues. He's I haven't had a triple neck fusion though. This clearly a knock from Christian Cage who knows Adam Copeland like the back of his neck. Oh my goodness. Oh, and he, Luchasaurus. Oh, this comes straight. He's taken from Concerto. From the Patriarch. There's nothing. Oh. And look who's here. Well, he better get here quickly. And it's Luchasaurus. Wait, wait. Oh, wait. There he is. Wait. Still has that hospital bracelet on from Sunday night. And the decision tree that's going through the mind of Bitcoin right now. High drama here tonight. Oh, God! Nick Wayne, like a little brother to Darby Allen. Allen thought twice about the chair shot. Nick Wayne did not think twice. And Luchasaurus. Cliff Lash into the corner. The right arm of Darby Allen was nearly destroyed in the match with Christian Cage at Wrestle Dream. Oh, and it still has that brace. It still has that stabilizing brace on. We saw earlier tonight how Christian Cage nearly took the arm clean off. This is horrible. That, that hand was purple based on the damage, and we're going to see some unconscionable violence if it's oh. up to Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. Allen come to the aid of Copeland. Who's going to come to the aid of Allen? No one! Oh, my God. No hesitation. No remorse. Nothing but malice. Nothing but injury and hurt and pain and suffering on the mind of this young kid who should be taken to the woodshed. AEW Dynamite Title Tuesday, 8 p.m. on TBS. Christian Cage asked the question, Nigel. I will see you there. If you make it, will you make it? And now there are question marks swirling around it, not only out of Copeland, but Darby Allen as well. The violence that litters the ring here in Salt Lake City. Is it a preview? Is it a premise?
domination as we have the title Tuesday, 8 p.m. on TBS for Nigel McGuinness, for good old JR, Amin Rikabani. Happy wrestling. We'll see you 8 p.m. Eastern. TBS, AEW Dynamite, title Tuesday.
Hello, everybody, and welcome to the aftermath of AEW Collision. Yes, folks, say it with me. After the collision, we sift through... The records. I'm the only person here. Ah! Brought to you by ChannelAttitude.com. Please subscribe for $5 a month and the Hameen Media Group. This is The Wreckage. I am your host, Christopher Rams. That's AMPS, like Lambs with Noel. It's bullshit first thing in the morning. Don't worry, everybody. If you're wondering how in the hell am I going to remember how to spell this guy's last name, I'll just remind you at the beginning of every show. Don't worry. As you can see, I'm wearing my Montreal Canadiens hat as it's, uh, you know, it's time to start the NHL season. Woohoo! We get to do something other than other than wrestling a couple of days of the week. That'll be that'll be fun. I don't know how I'm going to actually fit any hockey into my schedule, to be honest. Um, speaking don't, of not being able to, don't, don't things get preempted for hockey? I mean, I thought I, that's what this whole Tuesday, Wednesday, fitting war thing was all about a couple of years ago. Right? Yes. No? Yes. More. Who the hell am I? Who's talking right now? Oh, yeah. Um, well, he's the next level podcaster. His attacks have impact. And if you ask him or not, you'll get his whole opinion intact. Vet, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. Yeah. How's your weekend going so far, bud? Like I said last week, it's just starting. This is the start of my weekend. It is beautiful. I couldn't ask for a better start to my weekend. Hooray. Sifting through wreckage. So. Yeah. What about you? Well, what about you? Your weekend's coming to an end, I guess, or whatever. I know it's a long weekend because it's Thanksgiving in Canada. So, what? Yeah, huh? we have our Thanksgiving this weekend. So, Monday, long weekend. Hooray! Did you like? Yes. Um, did you like pretend you were friends with somebody and then turn on them too, or? How does it work in Canada? Like, what? What, what is it? What's it's something like that. It's something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's basically like um, we really like the states, you know, but uh, but we're not the states. So we wanted to have some, you know, we wanted to have stuff that's just like the states. Oh. Yeah. Not the states. Yeah, the states. Yeah, not the states. Are state we all of like that? Not the. St- no, not the steaks. The states. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell's like that? Steaks too. Oh. oh yeah, right. So joining me is my usually unusual co-host with the most from the Port Phillip coast. The whole anal Greek thing should really be a meme, and so should his love of Ricky Stark's entrance theme. It's Jimmy T, the Bogan Hunter. Jimmy, welcome oh. to the show. Was it the Fletcher Hunter in in this case? But uh. No, well, I'm not exactly a bogan hunter, and I hate Ricky Starks' theme, as a matter of fact. But one Australian thing I do like, he says it right there, Tony, Tony, Tone. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. I've even got an emoji. That that was a match that I would really like to have with Tony Storm tonight. I got to say, I, <laughs> I want to have that match with Tony Storm. Um, it, was, it was the only piece of wreckage I thoroughly loved. All of the ass slapping was like offense that I would really love to be able to land on Tony Storm. I got to be honest. I would, uh, yeah, that's uh, crikey. Whew, that was that was a good that was a good moment in professional wrestling. That was one of those She's moments timeless, like please. Hogan and Rock. That was one of those moments <laughs> like the pipe bomb. You know, I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be thinking yeah. about that moment in professional wrestling for a very very long time. Uh, good stuff. I can taste it. 
<laughs> I, I wish I could taste it. Um, if you wanna, if you wanna do me a favor, Jimmy, since uh, since I don't have uh, I don't have control over this show, can you um, can you actually highlight Chris Winland's uh, first comment there? Because first, first, very first comment. Yeah, his first one. Yeah. He's had so much coverage in one little weekend. Is there a point where too much wrestling drains your fandom? What other programs do you guys watch as adamantly as wrestling? The answer to the first question is absolutely. And um, uh, the answer to the second question, what? what <clears throat> I guess, yeah, okay. Well, what what do we all uh, sort of follow as closely as professional wrestling? Um, is it I guess time for anything else? I, that's that's exactly my my questions. Like I don't know if I have time to follow anything as much as I follow professional wrestling because so much of my time goes into professional wrestling and then podcasting about professional wrestling. <sighs> yeah, but um, yeah, I read a lot of books. Like I read a lot of books because I'm I'm able to like listen to audiobooks while I work. So like I, I wind up doing that quite a bit. Um, I like I like a lot of kinds of books but i like horror and uh sci-fi and um i really like uh i really like like um more like educational books lately i've been getting really into thomas soul so thomas soul has some really great books um right now i'm 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 uh, reading uh, vision of the anointed that's great it's all about how people think they're smart and most of the people who think they're smart are really assholes who just fuck everything up for people it's basically true. Um, Jimmy, do you follow oh. anything as closely as you follow professional wrestling? Well, I'd like to. Honestly, I've got no time to watch any sort of TV show right now other than fucking wrestling, really. It's just impossible. Really, it's just trying to keep up with some sports, man, at the moment, because that's the only thing I could even do, and even that is hard. So, yeah, right now I love watching documentaries pretty much, man. And, and, and listening, like, to listening to hip-hop. And of, of course, the music is always around, no matter what. But other than the music, yeah, like, I, I, I'm interested in history, man. I love reading as well. But even then, now reading, it just puts me to sleep. Like, especially after, like, doing all these shows and whatnot. Maybe I'm getting old, man. I'm becoming an old man. It's Jimmy's just, become I'm the old the man. Bed. He sits on his rocker yeah. chair and, like, starts reading and just falls asleep. My grandpa <laughs> no, used to do that. that. He would bad. twiddle his thumbs. My grandpa, he uh, he had like one of one of the knuckles on his thumb actually like like blown off in World War One or in World War oh, Two, no and he would sit there and he would twiddle his 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 thumb and his stump, uh, and then he would like fall asleep all the time after he would twiddle his thumbs. Oh, no he'd watch him and he'd be sitting on the couch and he'd be twiddling his thumbs and he'd be like, "You're gonna fall asleep, Grandpa." And he'd be like, "No, I won't." And then he'd be asleep in like five minutes. It was great. Oh, uh, I wanted to mention in my spare time, generally when I get a chance, I love playing video games, obviously. Yeah, that's what I do pretty much most well, of the time. I These mean, days, hey, in my spare time. Yeah. Speaking of video games, vet, what do yeah. you like to do as much as wrestling? <laughs> uh, well, everything I like to do more than wrestling. <laughs> um, but it's just sort of it doesn't work out that way, right? I think, without telling my entire life story, just to make you understand, I'll try to condense it as pos as as like tightly as possible but just just know that the reason that i watch as much as i do is because i'm just i've always been of the belief that 
the more critical you're going to be, the more knowledgeable you're going to be. So I have to follow everything that goes on, but it's mostly the programs. Like I don't, I don't spend as much time on the, the sheets, you know. Um, I just, pr I just let the, I let the 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 programs and their presentation show me the talent, and then I evaluate the talent. Um, but in order to fully understand the context of all of these things, I have to intake as much as I can. And necessarily, I just don't have time to watch every single thing, but I try uh, to watch as much as I can. So I'm familiar with a lot of the people, um, but I think that's important. I anytime you're going to be a public, I I even a, a saying we're public figures, like in the grand scheme of things, very, very minute, but it is public. Anyone could watch us or listen to us. Uh, we're accessible. Uh, but if you're going to do that, I've always felt that because these people are working hard, you really should know as much as possible. So that's something that's important to me as an analyst or, you know, a retired wrestler, whatever you want to say. Um, I have to keep up with it whether I like it or not. Like is no, you know, it's like not everybody likes accounting that's an accountant perhaps they're just gifted with numbers math and those type of things and it's the best way for them to make a living even though they have other interests instead right so i don't know why i get pro wrestling but it's just part of what i do that being said um if i have all my own time um you know gaming like i know you guys both game so uh i stream it and that's an extension of i was doing that even before podcasting but as an extension of this you know i i can sort of combine my audiences hopefully you know there's there's some crossover uh there um that'll be beneficial and uh that has made me this you guys might find this interesting but that has made me sort of look at video games differently than i used to i'm sure we're really? all familiar with playing a game that you know, we sunk dozens of hours into and we're like, wait, do it. Is this even really fun? What am I doing? You do <laughs> yeah, it out of like a sense sure. of obligation or 100%. completionist, completionist that that. or, yep. or habit, you know, like if it's one of those so grindy loot games or something, <laughs> yeah. like you just have to log in every day and do your goals and you know, these things that you're like, do I even enjoy this? So when I stream and you've got other eyes watching you and you're going, you're watching it, you're experiencing it as you're playing the game, but you're also vicariously experiencing the viewers. Like right, it right. really calls attention to all the things about games and game design and quality of life and those kind of things. It really brings all that into focus to make you go, you know what? I'm dropping this. I'm not going to waste another second of my life playing this. And it really makes me approach and appreciate what games do well even more and it allows me to make a snap recognition of when a game's not doing enough to keep my attention so it's been very beneficial in that way yeah no for sure i actually i i completely agree with your with your um with your analysis of pro wrestling in terms wow. of like you know you want to be as knowledgeable as you possibly can be if you're going to talk about it and what you just said about about video games is exactly how I feel about pro wrestling. Um, the more I watch it, the more I nitpick. But because of that, when someone does something well, I really appreciate it. 
Like it makes me love wrestling. It, it makes me love good wrestling more than I ever used to. Like it makes me love good wrestling in a in a way that I probably wouldn't otherwise because I focus so much on what's going on and I see so much crap that when someone does something good, it's like, oh, it's it's almost like a relief to me. It's like, oh, thank God somebody somebody fucking gets this, you know? Um, somebody understands how to do this properly. And it is like this relief almost when I see some good pro wrestling. So we're gonna we're gonna get to some of that tonight as uh you know, hey, the bang bang gang are on are on TV. So something good happened. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, um, I don't know. Jimmy, what do you want to talk about? Yes. Well, 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 we start off with a, a funny old little matchup, and it was a tag team matchup, right, Chris? I mean, it was well, actually AEW tag team championships. Well, actually, we started with an insert promos to begin the night. Uh, they went oh, with well, four of them yeah. tonight, which I think is the sweet spot. I think six drags too much. I've, I've seen they've them do six? six inserts. Yeah, they've done that actually quite a bit. They've done six inserts. I think yeah, it's too weird. much. And four is the sweet spot that that feels right. Whenever they do four, they they're able to keep it so that you're interested in what's being said, but you're not, you know, by the fifth one going, oh, for fuck's sakes, can we just get to the goddamn show already? So I would I would say stick with four guys um, might just be my personal feelings. But uh, welcome to Salt Lake City, Utah. Um mm-hmm. There were about 60 people in this fucking arena. I, uh... And it felt like that the whole show, if that makes any sense. It was very quiet. Even those intros oh, at the start, didn't you notice they were almost whispering to the camera? It wasn't really like, you know? Like, it felt... Yeah. There was something off about this show, but in a quiet sense. So the camera couldn't even avoid showing empty seats opposite hard cam for Ricky Stark's entrance. <laughs> Like Ricky Starks was making it like they made the entrance with him and Big Bill. Right. And as they're coming down, they're showing the fucking opposite of hard cam, which is supposed to be the most full spot of the arena. Right. And as they're showing Ricky and Bill walk down to the ring, you can see five, six, eight seats empty in a row in different portions of that side of the fucking camera. And it was like, God damn, pal. Am I watching OVW? What the fuck is going on here? Uh-huh. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, it's pretty sad, man. Uh, I'm almost embarrassed. I was embarrassed. I don't know about you, Vip, but I felt embarrassed for like guys like Jay White, guys like Edge. They had to sit there. I mean, Edge especially, man. If anyone thought he was going to be a draw, sorry to break it to you guys. He's no needle mover in AEW. It's just it is what it is. You and I, Chris, called it as well. We said it before the ratings came out. He he ain't moving no fucking needle. As a matter of fact, he moved the needle downwards. Just saying. Uh, I I don't know what to say about it other than just like, I really think that there are about four people in all of professional wrestling who are draws and two of them are at at best part-timers. Like three of them are part-timers. In fact, John Cena, The Rock, Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar. Those are the actual needle movers in pro wrestling. Um, it's not, it, there's not a big fucking list. 
everybody he's else he's it he's might he's be he's really good wrestlers, you know, um, but nobody else really is going to move a needle in terms of getting more people to watch. Um, we'll get to Jay White because that was actually actually pretty egregious, to be honest with you. Listening to that promo in that arena with the fucking echo almost was like, I, come on, man. Like, God, you talk about a guy <laughs> who deserves better. Um, anyway, yeah, what the fuck is up, Salt Lake? It, it's Saturday. People shouldn't be at the temple. It's supposed to be tomorrow. Everybody's fucking busy. Jesus. Yeah. It's 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 uh, man. All right. So Cash gets top gets tossed off the corner to begin the match. That's right, right? Cash is the one with hair. Yes. Cash Cashton and Dax Daxton. Right. But Dax <laughs> is the one who's bald. So okay. So Cash <laughs> yeah. gets tossed off the corner to begin the match, selling a rib injury, which allows Starks and Bill to take control early. Uh Dax also has his arm taped up, so it's like everybody's fucking hurting. Um, it's fashion now, Chris. It's just the fashion. Just wear just the kinesial fashion. tape. Just everybody wear. <laughs> yeah. it. it looks cool. Um, uh, this is what Cesaro has given professional wrestling. Everybody wears kinesial <laughs> tape. Everybody. Uh, all right. Bill goes outside and he uh, picks up cash and he puts him through a table at ringside, which is, is not a disqualification. No, question not AW. No, it's AW. Weird. It's weird. That's weird. Um, really. He goes back into the ring with Dax, <laughs> gives him a choke slam, and then he goes to pin him. But uh, Stark says, no, another one. Give him another one. So he picks him up and he hits him with another choke slam. And he goes to pin him, and Stark says, no, hit him with another one. So he picks him up and he hits him with another choke slam. And then he says, no, pick him up. And... One more. And then he doesn't hit him with a choke slam. And he just holds him by the throat while Ricky bounces off the ropes twice, hits a spear, <laughs> and pins for the one, two, three. Your new AEW Tag Team Champions, Ricky Starks. And so in cash. Big Whoops. Oh. Bill. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. don't you see that uh, Big Bill is um, essentially Wardlow now? That's, and that imposter uh... that was on Wednesday night, I don't know who the hell that was. I don't know. He came out and he, he was real mad though and then he left through the crowd he was like fuck this shit i'm getting out of here um that 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 dude had hair yeah, man i've never seen match. that guy in my i'm not life. sure if there's an injury yeah there i'm is not sure if there's actually. a legit injury or something but the, but the way that this match looked was uh, was that cash couldn't work basically like cash had to just go sell um I like that they gave the belts to Starks and 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 Big Bill. I really do. These are a couple of younger guys on the roster who, you know, I've been saying for a long time that both of these guys deserve big wins. They deserve moments. They deserve to actually get, like, real sustained pushes. And, hey, them getting the tag belts in a dominating way over FTR is a good moment for me. I, uh... I like this. I know I know there's going to be some people who disagree, but I actually really like the fact that Big Bill and Ricky Starks are the AEW World Tag Team Champions now. And if they needed to take the belts off of FTR, I'm just glad that they didn't give it to the fucking Young Bucks right away. Although I'm sure they're going to win the tag belts soon. Um, because, hey, having the ROH uh, you know, tri 
triple three four 17 man tag team championships or whatever the fuck they have isn't enough for the evps of this company uh vet what did you think of this uh match question mark i loved it this is the best ftr match i've ever seen it really was um five star ftr for you Vic. come on man to to your to your point perhaps this is an audible called for some reason However, if there was nothing wrong and these guys were healthy enough to be, you know, continue to be on the road having matches and everything, and you still booked it this way, I would still love it. Yeah. Um, not only it's good for everyone because FTR losing like this is the best thing that could have happened because they already like put over the fact that they were hurt right in their promo at the very beginning of the show. So it's like, yeah, I don't need to see another 20-minute classic from you guys. Classic. I don't need to see a 20-minute classic from the Hurt guys. I've had enough of guys saying they're Hurt and then going on to perform superhuman feats in the ring, you know, and, <laughs> yes. and be undamaged by everything that happens to you. I like the idea that this giant man actually puts you down and you stay down. It's a when first. He was picking up. Uh, Dax Daxon for all those choke slams. I was like, oh my God, they're going to do <laughs> this. They're going to have Cash man. come in and make a comeback. Like, I really oh. thought that's what they were going to do. I thought they were dragging it out to buy him time. And then when they yeah. just beat him flat like that, I was like, oh, brilliant. This is this is the opposite of uh, flat. This is actually the peak that you could ever reach. Like, you made, you made a dominant showing over guys who profess to be the best in the world at what they do and um you can really parlay that into something now if you have them do the exact same thing to the young bucks like wow this wasn't a fluke they actually are serious about this shit you know like ricky starks and big bill have found whatever magic they've needed to find and they are going to kill guys and if this becomes their gimmick of beating the shit out of guys maybe you can get a tag team division back together and you know really create some contenders amongst yourself so that by the time somebody's able to challenge these guys legitimately for the belts we'll have an exciting match like people will be actually wanting to see a tag team match as opposed to you know your guys's review of rampage where you had enough of tag team matches so that that is um in in every way possible and ensure ways that i'm forgetting to say right now this was the best possible outcome yeah no well, i, I would love that go ahead jimmy about this match and if it was an audible or not you just reminded me actually but well guess what it was uh cash cashton and dax daxton's idea to lose the belts in this way um there's no reports that there is an injury per se but rumor has it that cash cashton is apparently injured but they wanted to drop the belts to these two guys and they wanted to drop the belts as quick as they did. So I that's, find that kind of weird. Good that's for not that. Weird. It's, it's not weird so. because if you're going to make a guy, fucking make a guy. It's not yep. just the win that makes the guy. It, it, and you, you keep yourself over because everybody knows that the only reason it was is because you were banged up. Right. You know, but it's it still, it gets, so it get, you lose, but you have sympathy now. You went right. and you fought injured 
and these guys took advantage of you so that gets them over his heels you over his baby faces all the you know like like i said it's it's such a win-win for everybody this is the best booking that it could have been whether it was on purpose or not yep well that's this, that's this, what the dirt sheets are reporting so yeah if if that's true that's a really good example of professional wrestling professional as in wanting to make money and do things properly that was that's that's awesome that's really really awesome to hear if that's what happened um and also to vet's point i would love for them to beat the young bucks in six minutes and then beat the lucha brothers in three i like just <laughs> fucking that's it fuck you guys up your game we're a different fucking level from whatever you've been doing for the last three years um that would be great i would love that shit and then have them have a real feud with bear country like give bear country something to really mm. fucking work at um all right calm down uh, yeah exactly <laughs> calm the fuck down man i don't know about bear country iron yeah. country <laughs> iron bears oh, yeah. the iron bears uh the iron country iron the iron country bears the big big <laughs> the big fat <laughs> That's a, that's a Disney movie country. waiting to happen. Yeah. The Iron Country Bears, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Starring Vin Diesel. Starring Vin Diesel. No, uh, on, man, man. Yes. Oh yeah. fuck no, man. And Not Rachel Vin Ziegler. Mm-hmm. Rachel Ziegler Why? needs a fucking part. Oh, Rachel Ziegler. <laughs> yeah, because she keeps getting fired from all of her parts because she's toxic and keeps. Uh, scaring people away from watching movies she's in. <laughs> i've got images in my head just with fucking vin diesel already not to That's mention good ziggler stuff. good good stuff all right so next up we have a recap from wednesday fuck off <laughs> i don't care what was the recap Stop. actually I, I i don't remember even seeing it uh it was edge it was recap oh, yeah, look yeah, we, yeah. we have edge edge is here that's your problem that's your problem you don't have edge you have adam copeland yeah, you, know, you put that on a poster, ain't nobody gonna buy a ticket. They don't know who that is, dude. Fucking Nick Wayne later in tonight, he has a promo where he's like, where he was like, yeah, you know, I understand Christian because it was always Darby Allen and Nick Wayne, just like it was always Adam Copeland and Christian Cage. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. Oh. It was Edge and Christian. Nobody ever said Adam Copeland and Christian Cage. Go fuck yourself, you weird you- little skinny bastard. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a uh, what do you, this is a Mandela effect? Don't you remember? It was actually A and C, not E and C. You yeah, know? like the they're remembering it wrong. Yeah. yeah, A and C. Yeah. Or was it A and J? No, it was A and C. Yeah, it was C. Sticking with that. All right. A&C. So <laughs> next up, Brian Danielson versus Kyle Fletcher. Um, okay, so. Good things and bad things from this match. So Fletcher begins the match overpowering Brian, which the announcers correctly attribute to leverage because he's tall and skinny. Um, I like that. I like the fact that some of this stuff gets back to logic, right? Like he should be, he should, you know, Brian Danielson shouldn't be overpowering a guy who's eight inches taller than him, you know, and, and weighs literally. 30 pounds more than him. He shouldn't be overpowering that guy. He should have to use his technique and and other things, right? Which he does. Um, Brian warms up eventually, takes over with good technical control and solid striking. Um, Really fucking dangerous spot before the break as uh, Fletcher does a dive. And Brian basically saved the kid by redirecting him because otherwise he was going to go full force 
head first into the fucking barricade. Like he did save him legitly, man. He actually did. It would have been a lot worse. Yeah, that was bad, man. But you know what's annoying though? And you talk about logic and stuff, right? How he had to use, you know, his wrestling abilities to not so much overpower Fletcher, but you know, to get a grasp of Fletcher. That's cool. And I agree with exactly what you said. My issue is is Fletcher booked really strong? Generally? Like, well, why are they having a bomb burner? Why is he struggling now against Fletcher? So, Fletcher was talked up a lot on commentary. At they one do point, like him. Kevin I'll, Kelly I'll said, that. and I quote, we're watching the present and the future of AEW. And I, I went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you are imagine we? this guy as the guy? Honestly. Yeah, he's tall. I, listen, big praise for the kid. And um, fine. But, yeah. I saw him being careless at least two or three times, including getting a really wrong angle on a Michinoku driver that scared the shit out of me when I was watching it. That and fucking the turnbuckle Michinoku spot driver, too. And the turnbuckle spot and the fucking dive to the outside and, and, and. He's tall. That doesn't make him good. Okay? Um, <laughs> Didn't I tell you? Didn't you, I fucking you, tell you? You have mentioned a few times that these guys don't know how to fucking work, and this kid looked like he was gonna fucking kill somebody, especially on that Michinoku driver. I, I, I didn't, I couldn't watch it back because I was actually Jimmy actually had it planned for me because I had to watch the fucking WWE pay live. No, no, it's fine. But that Michinoku driver, like fucking that, that was I don't know two inches from landing the guy right on his fucking head. Don't do that. Don't, don't. Don't do that. It's that fucking scared the fucking fuck out of me, to be honest with you, when I when I saw it live, because I was like, oh, fuck, is is we're going to see a kick out here. I was really glad to see the kick out because it, it showed that, hey, Daniel Bryanson isn't, uh, you know, going to be in a wheelchair now. Uh, so anyway, biz, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, Brian Danielson eventually gets the win with a technical pin. Um, I'm not sure what the fucking pin is called, but it's, you know, it's one of those like technical pins where it looks like a guy can't kick out. Um, I like that on the occasion. I, I really do like finishes like that sometimes. So it's, it's one of the reasons it wasn't why a roll I really... up for once. <laughs> yeah, not a roll up exactly, right. but it looked like a very good technical trapping pin, which it did. It I did. think. I think they should actually have more wins like he that. He bridged it, didn't wrestling. he? he? Yeah, he bridged them, bridge, had them right? all kinds of fucking locked up for that pin. And to me, there's a couple of there's a couple of things that I really love from Bret Hart's career, and that's that some of the biggest wins he had wasn't sharpshooter tap out. It was it was really interesting, different pins like that, right? So like um, when he lost to Bulldog at Wembley. Same kind of thing. There was that was fucking the pin was the same where pin. he basically had his, his where Bulldog had his legs locked up, and it was like, no, you can't move. You're not gonna okay, kick yeah, out of this. Right. Yeah, and everybody's stolen that and way overused it ever since. Absolutely, starting with Cody Rhodes. It, Cody's the worst. Co- he, Cody loves, he loves that. He loves that. That I just call it the Wembley '92 <laughs> because you see it so often that it deserves a name now. It's like, oh, you're just doing that like finish. The Tiger okay. Driver '97. Yeah, it's yep. Mm-hmm. It's just also like that. when 
also when Brett beat um uh Piper, uh when Piper locked in the sleeper hold and Brett just hold, like right. rolled back and basically had him pinned. And used his body's momentum to go yeah. over. Everyone him, stole like, that yeah. one too. That's yes. Too. Everybody steals everything from Brett because Brett's so fucking awesome. But like Oh, oh my god, what about the time at Survivor Series ninety five when he gave Diesel a small package? Oh my god, everybody's stealing the small package finish now. Uh, oh no. Jesus. Except it's not even called the small package anymore, Vet. Well, whatever. It's high cradle. Whatever you want to call it. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, you know, they had to change the name practically too. Luck, do you remember the slingshot? Anyone? Yes. Wait. Well, what I do remember you slingshots. No, no, no. I'm talking about the wrestling move, the slingshot. Does anyone Which remember that? It's Are pretty much, about... they call it the catapult now. Uh... But okay. years when ago, just, like, year, I'm talking about late 80s, the leg, early 90s. The ring. Right, yeah, yeah. They used to call it the slingshot, but now it's a catapult. Oh, yes. Cool. Which is cool, but I still think of it as a slingshot, but whatever. It's also, nothing. Tony Storm uh, wins later tonight with a pile driver. No, not a Storm Zero, a pile driver. Storm um, Zero, Chris. But business, Every, it, whatever her finish is, is a storm is a storm zero. Chris, if she used the inside cradle, they'll call it storm zero. That's just yeah. what the announcers are trained to do. It's good stuff. Um, it's business picks up next. That. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> business picks up next as the Bang Bang Gang come out alongside Jay White holding up the AEW Championship, which he looks good with Triple that belt. B. He does. Yeah. Me like it. Um, they're facing Angelico, Gravity, and Metalik. Angelico. So, yeah, Angelico. And Angel <laughs> Angelico. 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 Um, Ooh, he's, he's a bitch now. And Angelico. Uh Gravity begins walking and moving very slowly, which uh gets him punched in the face. That's good. That's that's what should happen when people are being silly. I I will forever say that. Every single time Orange Cassidy starts doing those weak kicks, whoever he's facing should just punch him really hard in the face. He should but never no land does. a second one of those weak kicks. Never. Anyway, so good stuff here. Deserved. And Angelico, Angelico, uh, with a and, Q. <laughs> Angela, and Angela Markle uh, ties up Juice Robinson's arms, which uh, looked cool, but that was about it from Angelico. He tags back out right away. He still does this shit, bro. He's uh, he's he's a little he's a little weird. weird. That guy. He's a little <laughs> weird. Um, the guns look great. Um, I actually mentioned to Jimmy while we were watching this that uh, man, these guys have really improved over the last six or seven they months. Have. Like they look... they're the best tag team, legitly in AW. I think as a yeah. legit team. Well, them versus Big Bill and and Ricky Starks would be great. Although I'm not sure who would be the face in that the in that particular pairing. At um, this point, nobody. <laughs> Colton lands a beautiful drop kick to accent my point. As I'm like literally, How as much I was has saying. he improved, guys? Yeah. Colton, man, has he not yeah. improved tenfold? He used to be the I, most shyest kid. I, I don't even know which one is which. The tall Colton's one. The, the tall, tall one. one. Oh, the tall one. The tall one. Anyway, the, continue the with your ass. review, Chris. <laughs> All right, uh, gravity, gra gravity here. He, he I, I, I want to give him, Sorry. I want to give him some props because he he sold Robinson punches like a shotgun blast. Um, wow. Really good job. Like Robinson landed a fucking left, and gravity just flattened like kabam. Uh, the left hand of sell. God. Yeah, it was a good mm. sell. Really, really good sell. Um, 
The match then devolves into a spot fest where everybody clearly had places to be and things to do. So they did the things and stood in the places they were supposed to be. And then uh, Robinson got the win for his team. Uh, the match was pretty much what you should expect out of, you know, a six man match between these six guys. Um, Angelico and Helico and go to Helico, whatever the fuck his name is. The <laughs> South African guy. Yeah. I really like the way he works though. Like when he's actually just wrestling, I like that he's very focused on, you know, uh, locking things up and it's a very European style of wrestling. He's um, unorthodox completely, man. That's true. Yeah. It's fun. I like different. I like, I like things to be a little different as long as they're logical. And he seems to work in a pretty logical way. Although his character is not logical at all. So that's... what's his character? A dopey fuck to be really fucking weird just super fucking weird um that's pretty much it the fact that he's still on the contract with aw is kind of surprising to me i sure i don't know nothing surprises me with aw anymore anyway that's true that's true anyway before we get into jay white uh what did you think of the match jimmy Eh, i mean it was fun just watching the bang bang gang really that's that's it I didn't care. I couldn't care less about stupid ass gravity. All right. I mean, come on, man. The fact that Austin Gunn was doing it as well kind of popped me, right? But really, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah, it's it's nonsense. I don't like I like. I'm not one of these people who thinks funny can't draw any money. I, I do like no, comedy wrestling sometimes. It's insulting though. This I don't. Funny I don't like funny. Yeah, exactly. I don't like illogical nonsense. I just don't. Right, Danhausen, you know, uh, cursing people makes it look like he's an idiot who thinks he can curse people, which is fine. I don't mind that because that's a little bit of silly in wrestling. That's like you know, I'm not. I'm not meant to actually believe that this guy is cursing people, right? <laughs> like he's just an idiot yes, pretending are. to curse people. Whereas I don't understand the thing with gravity. He's does he is he really moving that slowly or is he just doing it to for silliness? I it's fucking I have annoying. no idea, but if you're going to do that, at least use it as a taunt after you've dropped your opponent. Not fucking Right yeah, don't just opponent. walk up to your opponent slowly right. and then not expect to just get smacked in the face because you deserve to get smacked in the face. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, let's talk about Jay White. Uh, he takes the mic and he's like, first of all, I love that he was like, hey, hey, boys, hey, boys, we're missing someone. We're missing someone. Uh, yeah. And uh, they were like, huh? Who? And they're missing Cardblade. Why was they left Cardblade on the side? Come on, Cardblade needs to be in the ring, so they go and get Cardblade. Um, again, an example of funny in wrestling that is funny. Um, this whole Cardblade thing is great. Um, I love Jay how White. Bigger says, card blade is. Yeah, he's like three inches taller than actual <laughs> yeah. Jay White, which is great. <laughs> um, Jay says AEW deserves a, a real champion, someone who actually cares about the belt, and he doesn't know where MJF is. Is he healing up at home? Is he healing Adam Cole up at Adam Cole's home? That was funny because <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of, it's a little um, homoerotic that whole thing between MJF and, and and Adam and Adam Cole, and uh, that's funny because basically everything else in this comedy in this company seems to be a little homoerotic lately. Did you say in this comedy? In this company. Um, 
All right. He challenges Adam Page to a title eliminator, which he makes fun of the idea of. He's like, he's like, what the hell do you call it here? Uh, a title eliminator. He says it in a, yeah. in a in aggravating American accent. Very cool. Um, oh yeah, that, very funny. that was funny. The crowd is so sparse tonight that they just can't make the appropriate amount of noise to anything that's going on. So there are moments where Jay was like letting things breathe. And you know that if there was a crowd of a couple thousand people, they would have reacted. But because there was like 400 people in the whole fucking crowd, they just didn't. This made me kind of sad for Jay White because he deserves better than this. Um, Vet. I'm not going to ask you about the match, the promo. What did you think? And did you notice this lack of crowd reaction the same way that I did? So I don't have to talk about the match, but I can touch on gravity and clear that up for you guys. Don't you understand that gravity is walking on the moon? Don't you understand that? Yes. Oh, he had oh, the astronaut so suit, so he's doing it like... Hopeless? Well, uh, he doesn't wear the astronaut suit now. He probably got tired of lugging it around. It's probably what, <laughs> you know, realistically, that's probably what happened, uh, but... I see. No, I mean, I... So, like, I, I get it, you know? And it is kind of a taunt. It, does, it doesn't it? really bother me. It'd be great if... Um, it's it's just like striking a pose on your entrance or something like that. If you come out like that, that's just like part of your entrance. Now, once you're in the match, it would be great to do that like to a heel and then the heel go to punch you and then he snaps into real motion and like ducks the punch or whatever and goes into a spot, right? <laughs> See, little things like that make a huge difference as a matter of fact, man. But that's not what happened. That's not what no, happened. No, it's not it's not right. what happened. Gravity's not doing it right. But the problem yeah. is not his slow walking. His problem is his psychology. So that yeah, can be on. tuned up. As with almost every mistake that you see in pro wrestling, it's not about what you did. It's about when you did it. Um, it's the exact same thing that I have to say about Orange Cassidy. I don't, the, the, the slow kicks don't fucking bother me that much. If he's in there and he's got a guy fucking rocked and the guy's like wobbling and he throws the little weak kicks at him as a taunt, I get it. That totally makes sense. And if then he, you know, manages to counter something really quickly, right? It makes sense. But just doing it to do it at the beginning of a match, right? When a guy's fresh. It's stupid. Just the same thing with the gravity thing, right? If he's doing the slow walk, if he's doing the slow walk like that, right at the beginning of a fucking match, bell rings and he walks to the center of the ring like this, he should just get punched in the fucking face. Like that's stupid. He needs chariots of fire uh, entrance music while he's walking out like that. Yeah. Anyway, like everything else in pro wrestling, it's your time. The the kid needs help. That's fine. Uh, so, um, the promo, Uh as far as the, uh, as far as the crowd, well, Jay's used to working in front of silence because he was (laughs) a pandemic era, new Japan champion. Oh my God. Yeah. He's, he's, he's used to this. He turned it into a gimmick. Um, that was cool. So no, no problem there. Um, but, uh, yeah i'm uh, one thing i kept thinking about is like the character of jay uh that persists throughout his incarnations or whatever like he just brings it where he goes um and i wonder if AEW booking is going to 
continue with this because what he's done is he's basically he's told people what he's going to do and then he does it right like that's mm -hmm. right jimmy that's basically yeah. like the whole thing so Absolutely. so if he's you know in, in this thing you always would say during the lead up to any of his title matches or whatever it's like well surely jay white's not gonna win there's no way they would do that and then he does that so it's very intriguing to see if that's gonna happen again like where everybody's just gonna assume especially the people that are just you know they just have to review AEW, but they don't really like you know i, I can i can picture guys like conan and disco for example saying he's not gonna win you know like i i, yeah. I could see them going through all that and then jay white just wins and is the AEW champion it's like oh my god he did it again like i would love to see that happen um i, I don't think it's going to be good for business necessarily but whatever um neither is neither is mjf you know getting his shoulders rubbed by max caster that's not good for business it's not bringing any, oh. any extra it's not gonna bring in any extra tickets no extra merch it's just something you're doing and you're sort of ruining what was one of the a la carte menu items that i would like to order now it's like if i see mjf it's like god look what you're making him do yep. that that's that's not the response you're supposed to have so i guess um the promo is fine i always like jay's promo again i heard when there was the big the big long face off between him and mjf it's like i heard you know the complaints about that and 40 minutes i'm long, just keep, keeping in mind keeping in mind that jay's not trying to make you like him or he's not right. trying to be a cool heel like even mjf you know like even when mjf was at his most ruthless he's still it's hard not to want to pop for some of the stuff that he says jay white's not going to say cool things that you're going to like he's going to be annoying he's going to draw things out um yeah. and, and that's what he's supposed to do he said, as a he's going to fucking he's going to turn it back around on you i liked that tonight he he went and he said he started the promo by saying ah where are all my bullet club gold members in uh in in salt lake city and a bunch of people cheered and he was like you're so easy Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it was like, don't cheer for me, you fucking marks. I love it. I love it. That's how a heel's supposed to be. You're not supposed to be cool. You're supposed to be a fucking asshole. Yep. Absolutely. Well, you know, you know what I did like about I don't know if you guys noticed. I was saying it to Chris while watching it. Did you notice how um Jay Wall was just pacing up and down throughout the whole match? He didn't really say anything. He's just pacing like a dog. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then fucking, you know, and then gets on the mic after the match and does his thing. But like you said, do you think, uh, Vet, especially I'm asking you because, you know, you brought up the point. Do you think AEW will stick with the plan when it comes to Jay White? Do you think he will eventually, be, you know, potentially become AEW world champion? I don't know how to answer that definitively. I can only just say what I what I would do. Look, your your angle is trash right now with MJF, Adam Cole. It was trash before, and whatever they were going to do, assuming Adam Cole didn't break his ankle, was trash. Yep. Without even seeing it, I know it's trash. So, yep. um, this gives them an excuse to go in a different direction while they get that back on track. And maybe they can either save it for later or they can think of something else 
for Adam and MJF to do in the meantime. Um, but I've had enough of these friendship vignettes. Me too. So, um, like a while so ago. So if you, yeah. So if you put if you put the title on Jay and the focus on Jay, then they can go play friendship vignettes off in the you know the middle of the show where no one will care. Or remember, um, problem with that is, okay. Well, who do you have for Jay White then? Daniel so, Bryan. Right. Mm, so not enough guys to throw when you think about it, man. That's a meaningful feud. If you get my Eddie drift. Kingston, champion versus no, champion. Fuck no. Fuck. I can see that happening. Eddie, Eddie Kingston, Eddie Kingston's the one that brought Jay White here because he lost the loser leaves New Japan match. True, that's a good point. So there's that's some history true, there. But that would be a notch on Jay's belt if they were to go that route. I I don't know, man. It sound you know everybody knows that I'm a Jay White uh, supporter and flag bearer, so it's just going to sound biased for me to say he should be the champion. Um, maybe I wouldn't, you know, maybe I wouldn't have done it this early, but at the same time, somebody like him is not going to be satisfied, you know, character wise. Like, why wouldn't he want to be the champion immediately? So, I don't know, man. I say, I say, just do it and figure everything else out later. That yeah, seems to be the to the mo of AEW as yeah. as it is. What do you exactly. think, Chris? Oh, I agree. I think that uh, I think that what's going on with MJF and Adam Cole not only is it not interesting anymore, and it really isn't. Um, it was for I don't Three know a, a month, maybe a month. It was funny. Not right? even really. Not <laughs> even really. From that opening promo where you know MJF completely dressed him down, and then. Like the next week, he's like, I guess I do still like you, Adam. Like, what? This is, there was nothing realistic or interesting about that. But anyway, continue. All right. I thought that some of the fucking vignettes early were funny, um, but I don't like, like how he doesn't love Brit. Yeah. But I don't like how, I don't like them as tag champs. I don't like that this is dragging on as long as it is. That this, this should have been a, okay, we're a tag team. We're going to be real friends. Okay. We didn't win the tag title now we're going to have a feud over the title and it should have been over instead this is dragging on and on and on and on and on because a few people laughed about it on twitter um and tony khan saw that and couldn't fucking help himself but just oh just keep going with this yeah this is great see somebody on twitter said i'm smart and it wasn't dave Meltzer. we got to keep going with this um so that's what we've been getting and I've said this from the beginning, even even from the very first fucking vignette they had that I thought was entertaining and funny, right? Them doing the thing in the gym, right, where Adam Cole was outlifting him or whatever. I said to Jimmy, I said, this is entertaining, but this is not what you do with your world champion. With your champion, exactly right. Um, exactly, comedy, comedy can be great, but it really should not be around your world champion, at least not this long. Right? You want to have a funny segment? Okay. But if your world champion is a comedy character, which MJF basically is at this point, you're doing something very wrong. So for me, I would say switch the belt, give it to Jay. As far as who does he feud with? Wardlow? What's Wardlow doing right now? He's a big threatening baby face that they could get a lot out of, to be honest with you. That would, that would actually help elevate Wardlow, too, even if he loses the feud, because now he's in a feud for the world championship, and he gets to look strong against Jay White in moments, right? So 
I, I don't know. There are guys there who you could absolutely put into that position that would be good to have. And I, when I look at everything going on with, uh, with MJF, I'm just very disappointed in where it's gone. Um, some punk 82 has a really good, his last comment is, uh, deserves highlighting Jimmy is extremely overrated. And, uh, yeah, not by this fucking panel. He's not overrated. He's exactly properly rated by the three of us. But yes, there are people oh. who legitimately think he's a star. And it's like. A star. Like I was I'll, saying, I'll, I don't know. If we'll... I'll get to Kingston later. Uh, yeah. I just want to point out Todd Bentley's comment also, because you know what's ironic about this comment? He goes on to say MJF's title run has been very underwhelming. I agree, actually. The, though, so business-wise, it might not be the way to go, but I wouldn't mind seeing Jay White as champion. So there was another thing about um, where he said about who attacked him, right? What's the bet they're going to forget that even happened and we're never going to find out who that was? Oh, no. Oh, that was they're good. never going to let that. They're, they're going to be so proud of their reveal whenever that comes, whoever it is. <laughs> they're going to be so pleased with themselves that they, they no they're not dropping that storyline uh -uh. you think so oh man i'm telling you 100 percent. tony thinks that this is brilliant and he can't wait to show everybody who it is yep oh god Dude, this is this is the little kid who takes the big shit like the real big shit and then goes to his mom and is like mom mom oh, come my look god. at my poopy <laughs> you know somehow actually, Somehow it's going to be Jay White kicking his own ass. Like, you'll find out that it was him under the mask exactly. or something like that. I legit, know? when we were talking about the Jay White fucking promo earlier and you were talking oh about boy. Jay, I was legit thinking that. Wouldn't it be funny if if it was Jay White and, like, Jay, Jay they, they, reshot, they reshot it and Jay got thrown into the fucking barrels or whatever, and then you just saw him, like, roll out to the side, put a mask on and stand up? And that would be, that would be so AEW. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Well, Josh wants to know who would you guys choose as the attacker? Uh, I mean, somebody it's clearly got to be the kingdom, though, man. It has to be. I would choose opinion. somebody new. I, I would want to make somebody off of this angle, but they're just going to go with Adam Cole or Roddy or somebody. Could very it be the elite? Could it be a complete curveball and be the elite? It makes sense, but no one's thinking that. Think about it. Kenny's with acting company, weird lately. Yes. Right. Yeah, well, exactly. But isn't Kenny acting kind of strange lately, if you've noticed? Um, well, he was shooting a promo for Takeshita and, and Don Callis the other week, so that, that was weird. Right, but there's something off. His actions seem just something off about him, right? Now, again, Todd I'm Bradley. thinking too deep. I'm sorry, Todd Bradley. <laughs> it was Carblade. <laughs> that would pop me. That would pop me. <laughs> 100%. If that was Cardblade and and Jay White's literally feuding with Cardblade somehow, uh, I'm done. I'm satisfied. The only man that can beat me is me. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. Uh, that shit fucking writes itself. That's I great. love the new shirts too. If you notice this Cardblade's sort of uh, hand pointing and it says fucking, it is, it's literally Cardblade's hand pointing, saying bang, bang. Yeah, I've got to get one. Oh, Vet, I want to ask you, man. You know, yeah. you and I were we were hooked on hook at one stage, right? Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I've let yeah, go. Yeah, don't I've think I didn't go, hear bro. what the fuck you said. You got massive heat I'll... with me, Jimmy. Don't you ever talk about <laughs> hook like that in public again. I'm sorry, but once you start I eating chips, bro. <laughs> well, you better finish these chips because 
he just continues to eat chips, bro. And I'm done with the chips. Bro, who doesn't like chips? I love chips. But... Come on, you're going to have to come up with something a little better than that. Everybody likes chips. <laughs> I mean, Lay's original is a little basic, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, he's had uh... different kinds, right? So he's well, getting, funny, a, he's getting a... He's, he's getting a Frito-Lay sponsorship. I'm not mad at him. Uh, he's becoming Orange Cassidy, legitly. Like, the same thing. So? Uh, okay. <laughs> that's my that's well, my rebuttal. So? Well, look, yeah. they, they're, they're, they're missing the boat on their own guys. Hook's just one of many people in that boat. So, you know, I'll just wait until they figure it out. But somebody's going to figure it out if they don't. But he hasn't done anything I, wrong, so whatever. I mean, he's just cooled off so much now. They've cooled him off bad. They don't know well, what to do with him. Everybody's everybody's cooled off. That was really the point of my comment about who is next for Jay. If Jay's the right. champion, yep. you know, you said Wardlow. Well, Wardlow's fucking cold. Not me. I don't I care if he just showed back cold. up and stormed through the crowd. He's fucking cold. Right. Everybody's fucking cold. cold. Everybody. Absolutely everybody. The, the biggest problem with this company is was always will be apparently consistency they do not understand how He's to build enemy, people dude. right no they, they don't. don't they, they, they don't fucking don't. get it dude, everybody's <laughs> cold everybody yeah, everybody at wrestling's fucking cold they just put the tag team belt on cody that's a that's a that's a that's an ice pack <laughs> like they actually got they actually got cody hot right coming out of AEW and coming in and getting a wrestlemania main event and all this shit and the story and everything and they cool and people are still responding to him positively and sing his lyrics with no like with no uh with no um backing track you know when he did that run-in you saw that run-in right on like what was a smackdown where they just kept smackdown, singing his right, song yeah. when they cut it off it's like that they already weird, know bro. they already yeah. know that fucking that whole fucking song and this is what you're doing with them cold they're, they're cool they'll cool anybody off any anybody in any wrestling company will cool everybody the fuck off nobody's hot in wrestling right now remember what i said Nobody. during during our preview show for for fast lane i was like they're not going to put the belts on jimmy and and cody because nothing says not main event like having the fucking tag belts yeah well i called it i was the only one that said it they were gonna win and bang i was right yeah, but yeah. I was Wasn't thinking that the, was that the opener? That was the was, opener, yeah, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I was thinking logically, you don't put the fucking tag belts on these guys if they're both main eventers, right? He's main event well, Jay yeah. Uso. But I told you and, why they were gonna do that. It's for them to be on SmackDown and continue the story. It's and now lazy, he's got the tag belts. It's lazy, but that's yeah, that's WWE. Now he's a tag team champion. The story he's he's finished the story. He's a tag team champion again. Hooray. <laughs> Did you guys check out how drunk seven they time. were on seven times? Yeah. Seven times. Oh, true. Good point, man. Them two were drunk in the press conference, man. Pretty bad. Which, Which is, is hilarious. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But anyway, they had to, to drown their out. sorrows. They were like, "Oh, they're putting the fucking tag belt on." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus. Give me a drink. <laughs> oh, I don't blame him. Oh, speaking of sorrow, Curry. speaking of sorrow, the rest of this show. Yes, Iron Savages with Jack Jameson oh. versus the acclaimed. Speaking Why? of sorrow, I don't even have any muffins anywhere. Hold on, <laughs> what can I eat? I don't I don't just have uh, what can you eat? Head. Well, the Iron Savages have an answer. Ass. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, ass. it was. Not That's that flexible. It. I'm they, done. The Iron Savages eat ass, and the acclaimed like to scissor. 
I'm just going to leave that comment there for a Johnny minute. Johnny Hungy is hungry for cock. That's hey, a trifecta. Man. AEW in a fucking nutshell. <laughs> nutshell, literally. That's like a kind of surprise in AEW. A nutshell. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So they have a, a pose off to begin the match. And uh, right as soon as the pose off is over, uh, Billy Gunn is selling. He's on his hands and knees. And one of the savages makes like he's going to eat Billy Gunn's ass. Can we move on, please? Yeah. No, I really, I really want to let that breathe because. <sighs> This is this is the show that we're reviewing. This is this is what they have on this fucking show. All right, um, I'm gonna give Bowen some fucking love here. Uh, he they gave him some attention on commentary, but it was all he's gay. He's look at how he's gay, and isn't it brave of him to be gay? It's the it's the bravest thing we've ever seen. He's gay. He really likes penis. Look at how brave it is for him to be open about liking penis. It's not. It's. What is it's he not like brave. It's not brave, and they could have just focused on what he actually does well in the ring. Something I noticed, and I want to give him some fucking props for, because God knows I fucking pointed out when people suck at this. His strikes are great. This kid's punches and kicks look like he's punching and kicking people. It even sounds good when he fucking lands them. So props, because again, I pointed out enough that people suck at punching and kicking. His strikes look great. But can he scissor and punch at the same time though, Chris? I, uh, I don't know. Maybe he can eat ass and punch at the same time. Maybe he can scissor and eat ass at the same time. Maybe, maybe I okay. That's enough. Be of that. funky, okay, Chris. So props to Bowens man. for the punches. <clears throat> Iron Bears uh, country people take over for a bit by just being big and strong uh boulder misses a moonsault which prompts a question why is a six foot six 320 pounder going for a moonsault well why is a big dude like uh one of the creed brothers do a cannonball off the top rope cannonball Excuse makes me. sense no 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 i mean literally a can. cannonball yes yeah. because he can i'm waiting for the day someone misses him and doesn't catch him and there goes his career I don't understand why the luchadors aren't more pissed about this kind of shit, though. Like, that's my spot. You don't understand, Boulder. I can't pick up four men at the same time and hoist them over my head the way you can. I can do a moonsault. It's the only thing I can do that's interesting is my flippy shit. Don't take my flippy shit, Boulder. Well, what about if he called himself Boulder El Luchador? Would that change things? Put him in a mask. You know what? You know what? They need to have a, a cruiserweight. They need to have a cruiserweight division, and Boulder needs to be their cruiserweight champion. Just put him I'll in a mask, and he's suddenly time. a cruiserweight. Nope. Big dude. Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> Nobody watches Iron Savages matches, including the Luchadors in the back, so they'll never <laughs> even know. Uh, yeah, well. Caster shows off a pretty, pretty good amount of strength. He picks up Boulder for an AA. It's like a modified AA that he landed. That got a holy shit chant, and yeah, dude, you can just fucking deadlift 320 pounds like that on your shoulders. That's uh, that's a lot of weight. That's a big fucking spot, so good for him. Um, Mike Drop Elbow gets the win for the Acclaimed. Uh, the match was, I guess, fine, uh, but just so much of this is 
juvenile like it's juvenile. the worst Good wrap up back in the day it's the worst fucking part yeah juvenile is awesome man <laughs> juvie the great um but it's the worst uh... fucking parts of the attitude era all rolled into one here look this team eats ass and this team likes to scissor what's gonna happen when they get the and ring? billy guns here and billy yeah, gun is yeah. here fuck me they scissor me guys come on Scissor me, Tim. daddy ass. Um, I wonder why this place is half empty. Yep. Well, Just I saying. didn't. I didn't like this at all. Uh, vet. <laughs> What'd you think? Every, everybody loves the acclaimed, and nobody watches the Iron Savages. Yeah, including me and the Luchadors. We all got together. I was texting with Gravity. I was like, "You ain't watching this, <laughs> right?" And he's like, "No," which is Spanish for no. So yeah. It's good Spanish. That's really good Spanish. No, that, thank you. That accent was perfect. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the accent, yeah. <laughs> no, the accent was too good that I've got nothing to say. Yeah, all right. Literally. Good. We can move on. Nothing. We can move right along. Uh, Tony Storm, black and white highlights. Um, look, I know both of you guys don't like this. I'm entertained by this nonsense. I think it's great. It's, fucking it's bizarre for me, man. It's becoming really weird. <laughs> One thing I did notice, though, damn it, her calves are huge. We'll get into the match in a minute here uh, <laughs> because this was before the break. There was just a quick little highlight of her being silly. Um, she's funny. I don't know. I, I, I'm entertained by it. Also, Timeless I asked piece. for this. I legitimately asked for this when they started moving in this direction. So I can't fucking complain now. They're giving me exactly what I fucking asked for. Um, so I'm going to keep defending it, even if it's terrible. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Keith Lee and another fat dude have dueling promos. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You are not just going to sit there and call these these guys a couple of fat dudes and then put over Tony Storm's vignettes and shit. No way. Not going to happen. Not on my watch. Uh-uh. All right. Keith you will Lee at least give these guys a little bit of respect. And Tane Shaler, or sorry, no, Shane, Shane Taylor? Yeah, that guy. Um, They have dueling promos. Um, if Shane what Tyler? I'm hearing is, listen, if what I'm hearing is true, poor Keith Lee, <laughs> poor Keith Lee, man, that meme will I live mean, forever. Who is Keith Lee? I forgot he was even half forever. decent at one stage. He's still half decent when he has a fucking match, but it's like he's, is he's he? always hurt or his heart's fucking given out on him or whatever the fuck's going on with his Keith Lee. Given out on him. God damn it, Keith. Oh, well, I'm, maybe. That's what fucking happened. He nearly died from COVID because his fucking heart right. he had heart complications. Well, when you're that big and you contract COVID, just saying. Bro, when you're big that cats. big and you catch a fucking that's all I'm cold. Saying. It's Shout out to my crab cats, though. <laughs> out there. Yeah, well, he's a big cat, man. No, he's he should not. be tougher. He's, he's not, not a bear cat, he's limitless. Oh okay. yeah, that's right. He's limitless. <laughs> He's the limitless one. You will bask yeah. in his glory. And oh, oh, oh. let's be real. Let's let's all kidding aside. Uh, Shane Taylor nailed it in this. Right. He only had a few the... seconds to get over, and I saw no issues with it. Mm -hmm. Maximized his minutes for sure. This is a great comment. Limitless long COVID. <laughs> mm. It's endless. He should be called endless at this point. I really think that they should announce his weight before they say he's limitless because <laughs> that would pop me. 
For he, he's weighing limitless. in at three hundred and seventy-five pounds. For he is limitless. <laughs> uh, Casey, do you get it, vet? He's fat. I got it the last time you did it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so from limitless to timeless, Tony Storm makes her entrance. Oh, nice, very nice. I like that she didn't have the fucked up makeup tonight. She just was leaning into the starlet gimmick, which I prefer she do. I, I like the other week she had the makeup all fucked up, which it was like she was so deranged that she wasn't sure who she was but yeah. now she's just straight up looking like a starlet from the 40s which is exactly what i said they should be doing with her so i like that she came out not with the makeup all fucked up um thank god she's facing kira hogan so it's just fucking cakes on cakes on cakes tonight and i am a fan of this we got just... double quarter pandas tonight boys and that's on period this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Period. Um, these two should team up and face Iron Savages because I would like I I would understand why the Iron Savages were excited for their gimmick if they were facing these two. Tony's pissed because her script gets uh, ripped up in the beginning. She's very very angry, and uh, that allows Kira Hogan to sort of come up with a few spots because Tony's so angry that she's missing a few times. And uh, Hogan slaps Storm's ass like a bunch in this match, like a whole lot. Like every bit of Kira Hogan's offense was ass slaps. How do I get into pro wrestling, uh, Fett? Because because I want to have this match with Tony Storm. <laughs> the easiest way is to know a guy, and maybe <laughs> they can get you a discount on uh, training. You can get in the nightmare. Is he rock hard? <laughs> Oh boy. Um anyway, there's also a titty slap before the break. I that's funny. Every time she says it, I laugh. That's that is funny. I think that's great. Titty slap. And you're like, fucking God bless you, Tony Storm. <laughs> you're wonderful. Uh anyway, Tony Storm wins via Storm Zero. Again, which Storm Zero? I'm not sure. It Sounds like a soda TV. boys. Storm Zero. Like really. It might have been a blockbuster from the top rope. It <laughs> might have been a DDT. I don't know. Crucifix pin. Whatever it was. Storm God Zero. Damn it. <clears throat> Storm Zero. Yeah. Um, uh, can I point out her calves? Are they gotten bigger? Like, why are they so big? They have to support that ass. I <laughs> I understand why those things are, are growing. Um, oh, man. They're huge. Yeah. Well. Uh, vet, what did you think of the match? <laughs> so this is interesting because you take a sort of a gimmick i hate and there's nothing wrong with the execution of it mm -hmm. um the only question is why that's the reason that's the one of the biggest problems there's i no have why vid stop it they're not gonna tell you why why jimmy why would they? Why is I she? Mean, why is she this? Did I miss okay. something no no you didn't we have no idea okay. why. all right she lost so the match. she's upset well yeah okay maybe all right that, <laughs> sure why not um so anyway yeah so what what i'm what i'm gonna focus on in this match was like now we're back to uh this is working again right because if you notice one thing about this match regardless of like kira hogan's pretty good like she's all right um decent, decent, I, i've sure. been watching her for a while like i i see 
no no major complaints that I could level against her that I couldn't level against most wrestlers, male or female. Like a lot of yes. them just have the same issues these days. It's just a lot of like, you know, slow down and, and everything like that. Tony's never had those issues. Tony knows what to do. I don't know why. Maybe she just has a she just has a great aptitude for wrestling. Um but uh so when you see like when you have somebody that you know is eh, they're always trying to do a little too much one of the things that you can do to to curb that a little bit without having that uncomfortable conversation where you confront them and say look you do too much if they do something to you you sell it and then they cannot continue to go on to their next spot because you're selling so you force them to slow down if you notice yeah. tony storm working this match you will see that she's doing exactly that she's making kira hogan not go to the next thing you know and take her time so yeah. as as a match this was probably even though i like the booking of the opening match like this was match of the night easily um and keeping in mind we had a uh uh daniel bryanson i think you said we have yeah. a, we have a singles match from him so he got outworked by Tony Storm because Tony Storm wasn't about to let somebody that outweighed her by a hundred pounds fly at her full speed, right? She's smart, okay? Um, she worked the match great. She worked her character into the match great. The stuff was funny, even though it makes no sense and it's completely illogical, just like gravity walking or orange Cassidy kicking, but whatever, if she thinks she's in a movie with a script, that's fine. Um, but neither of them have nice asses. That's 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 where it's different for well, me. Who, I mean, Kiera Gravy, Hogan? Uh, Gravy's all right. <laughs> oh, considering great, the genetics gravity. and. Oh. But uh, you can have gravity, bit for crying out loud. That's right. Yeah, yeah gravity didn't forget he's... that ass. Come on, well, yeah. gravity. Would his ass? Would his ass cheeks be clapping as he's doing the gravity thing, or they'd be like Perhaps. really slow. They slow clap real yeah, slow. Slow twerk. You get chafing <laughs> after slow, that. Yeah, slow twerk. Yeah. It's like the slow chafing, like you know. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yes. Fuck gravity. So, so Tony Storm is about the best non deep wrestler in probably. Speaking on Earth? of deep, on probably you, on the planet. No, no kidding. You, and I've no, been no, saying for real. Yeah, since is. since no, she's no, been definitely. nineteen, I've been saying that. Yeah. So you, Tony Storm, like right. like many things. Everyone is about five, six years behind me, like in terms of like where where they notice stuff. <laughs> you know, whether it's Jay White, Tony Storm, anybody from that hey, you know, that, that area White of the globe. Wagon from yeah, the but you were probably dot, still right? behind me. Still behind me, Jimmy. I'm Greek, so you know. Yeah, that's always a concern. <laughs> Touche. Anyway, yeah. Enough All of right. our backs and stuff. All right, well, I, I, I'm not getting enough of it. I want more. Give me more <laughs> Tony Storm and, and Kira Hogan and uh, Sky Blue. Have them have a triple threat just so I can look at everybody's ass. But um, what's on the line, though? Well, you, did no you did notice that was another other the match, line? right? Sky Blue? Yeah. I, I, last week, I literally said the exact same entrance. So it's, so it's Tony Storm versus Sky Blue. Cakes on cakes on cakes. Fuck yeah. Sounds like breakfast at McDonald's. Awesome. Uh, Ruby Riot is backstage. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Speaking of going from high to oh, low. 
one one last thing because i wanted to um i wanted to mention this because you guys mentioned it storm zero is a play on the the uh there's a drink in japan called uh oh, strong sandy. zero it sounds like a soda okay right it's called strong zero and it's like um you guys know what four loco is yeah of course okay it's like that it's an alcoholic energy drink so ah. So I think so, her original, sometimes her finisher may have been called like Storm 40? Zero, actually, and then sometimes Storm Zero. And it's also been at least five things that they've called it that. Really? But whatever her finisher is, is always called that. Whoa, that's Coke Zero. Oh. Cherry Coke yeah. Zero. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. TK special, and, and that one. Right there. Uh, Monster. So that's just a little bit. Zero. You know that logo is supposed to be 666? And the other monster, Chris? Zero. I hate monster yeah. energy drink. They suck for me. I, I can't stand the taste. Yeah, that's great. Zero sugar. But uh, watch your heart or you're going to end up like Keith Lee with all that caffeine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know a dude. No shit, man. He used to be a drink all these in one sitting. Energy drinks. No shit, man. He used to drink about 10 of them I didn't drink them all in one sitting. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I'm not, I'm not oh, trying to Keith God. Lee over here. Right. I'm, I'm trying to stay alive. Guys, <laughs> no Keefy. No. Uh, anyway, Keefy, Ruby Riot. Uh, Ruby Riot. If we have to talk about her again, yeah, she's she's mad because she's been banned from ringside for the women's title match between Soraya and uh, Hikaru Shida on Title Tuesday. Did she get banned it. from wrestling? That's the bit. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, please. Um, Anyway, up next, we've got, uh, I mean, business really picks up here. This is where they're going to get the big fucking surge in viewers uh, for Collision. They're going to get all their million views back. Commander versus Fat Edbert for the Ring of Honor world title. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, um, Bert. This match is exactly what you expect from a Commander and Kingston match. Commander walks ropes. Eddie lands shitty strikes. Neither of them bother trying to tell a story or sell anything. Commander at one point counters a superplex by just flat out landing on Eddie's head. Um, you're supposed to go chest to chest on that counter. Um, good thing Commander weighs six pounds. Otherwise, this could have really hurt somebody. Uh, not safe, but uh, I guess it's fun. Spinning back fist for, for the win for Eddie. And... Uh, yeah, Ring of Honor. Yeah, Cobra Oaks. Commander by Darkside Castle. I like that comment, dude. <laughs> the Cobra Commander. Did, did I miss anything? No, not not in this match. I mean, you know, it's all right. Uh, it's all right, but yeah, it's other than the things that you mentioned. But you know, what what are you really gonna what are you really gonna get? uh jimmy do you want to talk about the match at all because i just talking about it is making me go to sleep no shit okay well let's talk about Eddie kingston it makes me want him up i can't stand kingston okay um, i don't unfortunately I don't, for me uh, i don't have no muffins yeah yeah I, go right. ahead are we all I, caught up are, are we all caught up I, I don't know there's a delay here uh you would think that there'd be a bigger delay to australia but apparently there's more of a delay to canada so <laughs> i i'm never quite sure who's hearing what but i can physically see chris listening sometimes so i know that there's some delay um no delay on my end <laughs> i'm just okay saying, so yeah okay yeah <laughs> let me tell you something brother um <laughs> so <that> Cody? <laughs> so eddie kingston 
Um, yep. I like Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston no, would have a job don't. in my promotion. Yes, yes, really? I do. I've always liked Eddie Kingston. I've liked him since I saw him, which was in what was that now? An impact when they were doing the LAX oh, yeah, wars yeah, yeah. or something like that. Was that was what like, 20, I was like 15, 16, maybe? yeah, a, a long a long while ago. And I was like, I like this guy. I don't know where the fuck he came from. Cause I didn't watch Chikara or any of that bullshit. PZW, but like, I think he was in as well. Yeah, yeah Chikara, whatever, right. whatever he was doing, I wasn't watching PWG. it. But, but he, right? Nobody's watching that. That's exclusive. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got <laughs> yeah. you got to be in the building. The Rosetta crew, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's Rosetta a guy crew. where his actual, his like physical appearance and his work are acceptable in the sense that I need a personality like that. Like I need what he can do on the microphone or as a character. And the wrestling is secondary. There's some right. guys that are going to be way better in the ring than they are on the mic. And I need them too. Everybody has a role to play. Not that many people can match Eddie Kingston when it comes to words. So I need somebody like that. The rest of the stuff you can actually you can improve that stuff, but it, you can't teach personality or charisma. Those things you're just, you either have it or you don't. So I'm, you know, Eddie Kingston does need to tighten that shit up. There's no, there's no doubt that he needs to, um, other than his own health and well being, I don't really care what he looks like. Cause I don't, you know, it, it that that's not as important. Um, but even saying that, um even saying that like <laughs> as minor as it is i noticed like watching this match i was like oh is there finally some some delt separation on eddie's shoulders there like <laughs> he's he just seems to have slimmed down a little bit like i i see a little bit um so you know if he wants to get it together and get the physical part of his game up to up to par you know that's up to him to do uh but as a as a talent God, I, there are there aren't that many Eddie Kingston's. I need Eddie Kingston, and I can I can work with the rest. I can get that where I want it. So that's what I'm looking at usually when I see talent. Sometimes I see somebody, I'm like, well, there's just no hope. It doesn't matter. Eddie Kingston's yeah. not one of those. Um, he's he's very unique, and people are drawn to him. He does have the it factor. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually remember. I actually remember uh, pitching a, a finish when he first came in because when he first came in, it was a he he was feuding with John Moxley over the AEW title, right? And um, he 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 was so good on the mic. I mean, compared to anybody else at the time, it was like holy shit, where did Eddie Kingston come from? Because nobody else in this company was cutting promos that were that good at the time. Um, I think he's still capable of it. But anyway, I remember pitching a finish to that match with John and, and Eddie because they had built up this whole thing where like they used to be friends and now they're not friends and they love each other, but they hate each other kind of thing. Right. Sort of. Sounds I mean, familiar. We get this, Sounds very. We get, yeah. We get this from Eddie Kingston all the time. Right. But yeah, very much just like an AEW trope. Right. Well, I love you, but I hate you, but I love you, but I hate you, but we're going to wrestle and then I'm going to love you and then we're going to hug afterwards or whatever. Right. Very homoerotic. That's the way they do things in AEW. W. But anyway, that was the story, right? We know each other, right? I used to sleep at your mom on your mom's couch or whatever, right? Type thing. 
and um, they had this big fucking finish, right? And it was a, it was an I quit match that they were having for the title, right? And I actually said that the best thing that they could have possibly done for that finish would have been for John to just absolutely beat the fuck out of Eddie. And I mean, have Eddie just bleeding to death and looking like he's about to fucking die. Like he's the old dog yellow. You know what I mean? And, and have John just be like, fucking quit, man. Like, say I quit already, right? And have Eddie Eddie just shaking his head. No, I'm not going to fucking do it. I'm not quitting. Fuck you, you son of a bitch, right? And have John eventually get to the point where he's beating him and beating him and beating him. And finally, he's just like, he's just like, Eddie, you want me to kill you in this ring, don't you? And then have Eddie just like slowly nod his head like, yeah, fucking bring it on, man, right? And then John just be like, you know what? I quit. Right? Even if it's the fucking title change, I think that's a moment where it's like, look, I'm not going to fucking kill you. I quit. Not only could you could you use that as Eddie Kingston, you could move forward with that as like, you know, first of all, Eddie Kingston gets to then play, I'm not sure I really deserve the title, but I'm the world champion, but also I'm the world champion now, so fuck everybody who questions me, but also I'm kind of questioning myself, but also fuck you if you're questioning me, which I really thought would really play into Eddie's gimmick, right, and the way that he's able to cut promos, right, because he doesn't just cut a promo and say things. He's emoting while he's saying things, right? So you can see him in the in a promo talking big, but you could tell that the emotion he's getting across is I don't like I still feel like I'm not sure I deserve this belt or whatever. And I remember saying to Jimmy, like, listen, it doesn't have to be a long title run, but then you have Eddie Kingston, former world champion forever. He's made at that point because he's a former world champion. Um Obviously, it's not something that they can just recreate, but I've definitely said in the past that, like, man, you could get some serious fucking money out of Eddie Kingston if you book him right. Just don't try to give him a five-star match because he's not going to have one. He'll have a five-star chop fucking session, but that's about it. He, But he could have a five-star segment. He could have oh, a five-star yeah. gimmick. He's just not going to have a five-star match, so stop focusing on that. Let him be a character. Right, but do you like how he brings up mental health and all that shit amongst like the storyline? You know, what it's I mean? overdone. It's overdone. Yeah. It's it's definitely overdone for him. But it's something that he could allude to without specifically mentioning. Do you know right, what I mean? Because it comes across as me, me, me. Like, what about me? But what about me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a little anything... bit too much for right. me. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's again, where he like... loses me. And again, there's things that you could tweak with Eddie Kingston, but there's definitely something there. Anyway, what do you think of that pitch, uh, Vet? Because I've 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 been you know rolling around in my head thinking that that's really brilliant for the last three years. But <laughs> it's very it's very WWE main event, isn't it? Yeah, like you could see this happening in the Bloodline or some some. Oh, you know, I thought you meant the show main event, like that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it could work in a, in a certain time and place, sure. Um, but yeah. uh, it could have worked then. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they can redo yeah. it. But at yeah, the he moment, was kind of hot at that point. Not hot, actually. Let me rephrase that. Yeah, at warm. that point, it was too. At that point, everything they were doing was, you know, hot shotted also. So it just right. didn't really feel like nothing really felt authentic. It didn't feel like a journey for Eddie. 
you know it's just it's just them telling us about his journey and then just thrusting him into the spotlight so for all we've seen it's just immediately him in the main event so that's not really what people need you know if they were doing that angle today it would mean a lot more but they're kind of doing it a little bit in its own way like he's climbing his way back up and winning these other championships and everything so ring of honor champion you know new japan strong champion we'll see what else you know where we go from here and hopefully him having to work more uh means that he's just has no choice but to just be in better ring shape and uh working with all these different people will give him that's that's all anybody needs in this business today they need more matches they can't do the you know they can't work eight times a week like they used to in the territory days so you need as much ring time as you can and um yeah right well um next up here adam copeland is not getting any ring work uh but he's sure he's sure happy to be here in salt lake city in front of his in front of his 300 closest friends and family uh 10 of them how do you bring edge in this scenario man like really trying you're trying to do something you think you're signing a big deal i man this is rough though yeah. man this was they've had small crowds this was kind of embarrassing <laughs> like the one time during during this thing where edge was i think he started giving a promo and he was like leaning over the side like so the one of the corners where the announce table sits right and he was leaning over the side to point out jim ross and they had to pan that direction empty like the only fucking place there was anybody was directly across from hard camera side and like a few people just behind the announce table that was it, it that was fucked edge, man edge hasn't worked in front of a crowd this small since his, he was doing the tony candelo death tours not since <laughs> you fucking, know it's funny exactly yeah, not Canada. since northern manitoba that that he's right that's fucked, man. But but you know what's funny about that, right? I don't know if you guys caught when he first debuted, right? In the press conference after the fact. Do you know what he said? And I popped. <clears throat> first of all, he said, you know what this reminds me of? And, you know, TK's looking at him. He's like, yeah, what? And he's like, it's like I'm back in my indie days again. You know, it's like the indie day. And I started laughing. I'm like, did he just call this company an indie company? For real? <laughs> to tell like, you make you know the horrified face? Yeah, he kind of looked at him, but what's even better, right? Did you notice how he was laughing all the time while TK was next to him? He just laughs hysterically for no reason, really. He'd look at Tony and be like, ha, ha, ha. It's like he came to the realization, right? Everything I've been told about this Mark Tard is so fucking true. Look at him. He's a fucking, you know what I mean? He just kept laughing, which made me laugh. And then the, the, the main event, though, boys, the handshake, he put his hand out. To shake his hand, TK puts his hand out, then looks at him like with goo goo eyes, man. The love, like, <laughs> puts his arms out and he's like, oh, all right, you know what I mean? But he literally Uppity. reacted like that. Yeah, he wanted a fucking hug, man. And Edge, by God, gave him one. <laughs> God damn it, man. No shit. He was even grunted. Like, he was like, oh. Look at that, and he starts laughing, and chuckling to himself. Like, look at this. I kid you not, he was ADM. laughing hysterically, bro, for real. Like, and I was just thinking, I know what he's thinking, a hundred percent. 
brutal. Unbelievable, man. Because Christian would have given him the whole lowdown. 100%. Christian is so good. <laughs> like, he needs it. All he would have right. had to do is ever watch one of these. Oh, man, I felt for him, dude. I'm not going to lie. I was like, damn. No, yeah, everybody gets what they deserve. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Well, yeah. like Josh says in the chat, Tony Khan loves his hugs. He fucking does. What's even really better, does. though, the women know better. They know not to even lean anywhere close to him, man. You know what I mean? They just put out their little mitts like this. I don't think I've ever seen him try to hug a girl. It's no, just he's guys scared of cheeks, bro. He ain't going to fucking try to hug no cheek unless it's Martha Hart. That's it. Yeah. I, I'm understanding Martha. more and more why all of the fucking, why all of the talent are in homoerotic fucking fantasy garbage <laughs> spots. Yeah. You know, you, you, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Anyway, no. Edge points out Jim Ross and he's like, yeah, there's Jim Ross there. And he, he paid my college bills and I, I love well, you, if you. If you've got no one around and you don't want to stare that way, I mean, it's that awkward. Like, JR, JR, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I know him. JR, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on. I can see each individual person in this crowd, <laughs> and there's JR. I recognize him because I, this is, yeah, okay. Rated Edge it off for ratings, boys. Edge is confused. He's not sure why Christian doesn't want to team up with him. Uh, he was told he couldn't wrestle, and uh, if he fell down, he would die. Christian was also told that he couldn't wrestle again. So here they are. Didn't we get this Didn't we hear the same thing on Wednesday? And for the last three years from Edge, in fact. <laughs> yes. Uh, we have. Yeah. It's the same promo. Rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. Says Christian is in his Bond villain phase, and uh, uh, Nick Wayne is the Persian cat, and he gets a good. Persian cat chant. Which okay, <laughs> they, they all should have started meowing. That would have been even better. Persian cat. Edge <laughs> wants answers. He calls Christian to the ring, but Christian shows up on screen from the back. He's not coming out. You don't make the fucking rules here, Adam. Uh, I, I show up when I want to, and I'll see you on title Tuesday. That is if you can make it to title Tuesday, ominous, uh, <clears throat> and then a dinosaur and a douchebag and a douchey sweater come out to jump at him. Um, Dino lays out edge and they set up for a concerto, but Darby comes out to make the save. And then Darby, you, mean, you can't hit Nick Chirta. Wayne. Hand Cherto, arm Cherto. That that comes oh, yes, next. They, they were setting up for the for the concerto against Adam. They were going to hit him in the head. Um, but then, but then Darby makes the save, and then this is. But he can't hit Nick Wayne because Nick Wayne is too cute or something. I don't. I'm trying to get in the head of of Tony Khan and exactly why he books all of this to be subtly kind of gay. Um, it allows Luchasaurus to attack, and then Nick gives a arm chair toe to Darby Allen's arm. And uh, I said, "Where's where, why is no one saving Darby? Where's Sting? Sting, you got stung. And um, yeah. It anyway, was that's bad. the he end of the show. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, I, mm. This was the worst collision 
possibly, maybe. Other than the pretty start, bad. the start was, start was no... good. The op- no, listen, the opening match was good. Tony Storm had a good, had some good moments. Um, we There's got no to see the Bang though. Bang Gang, Jay White. Uh, there was no energy because there was literally like three hundred people in the fucking arena, Jimmy. You're being too nice now. Three hundred. That's that's really hard, especially when you're in a big fucking arena like that. That is hard to get energy out of. If you've got 300 people in the fucking OVW arena or whatever, that would be banging. You'd you'd hear well, that and it would be fucking electric in there. 300 people in an arena that's supposed to sit 6,000? Well, that's first hard. of all, you know, Impact had the Impact Zone, right? Maybe we need a TK Zone, if that makes any sense. La coca hagina. <laughs> Los abrazos de cocaína. Um, <laughs> the... uh, fucking yeah. hell, man. Cocaine you know what, Vin? Um, Me and Chris were wondering, you know, and we see it. Does he not have signs of autism? Tony Khan? Seriously, a serious question. I'm not, I'm not a medical professional. I... <laughs> Neither are we, but you know what? He's in the spectrum, bro. I feel it. I feel like yeah. he's pretty neurodivergent. Anyway, Vet, what did you think of uh, Edge's promo and then everything that came after? I'm embarrassed. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I'm embarrassed, I'm embarrassed for him. I'm embarrassed myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they think this is cool or if he's already realizing he's made a, a huge mistake. Um, he hasn't made a mistake. He made the right move, but um, yeah, no, I just don't know if he really thinks this is cool or if he has any. I, I can't imagine that if he had input on this that they wouldn't take it. Um, yeah. So if he doesn't, then that means that his brain, um, in addition to everything else that's happened to it over the years physically, <laughs> has also just been, you know, <laughs> turned into WWE mush. Because he's just completely in their style of dramatic bullshit wrestling storytelling that makes absolutely no sense. First of all, fire everybody in this segment for fighting outside of a match. Like, we got to fire them. I'm sorry. This is the precedent you set. So everybody needs to be fired. But again, no one comes out to help when people are getting crippled. It's like, what kind of... This this, this makes no sense. Um, none of it makes any sense. None of the uh, none of the actual story has any logic to it whatsoever. Um, Nick, Nick Wayne's explanation is not nearly good enough for why you would turn on a longtime friend. Um, there's it's, you still got a guy that is inexplicably a dinosaur um, and doesn't butt anybody still. So like no matter how let's let's say you are able to overlook every dumb aspect of this. And you're one of those fans that's like, hey, it's just wrestling. Don't take it seriously or whatever. So, okay, so you have this thing between all of these people, two sets of longtime friends, some very old, some much younger. Okay, and now there's there's a double conflict here. Okay, now maybe you find that interesting. But as soon as a guy named Luchasaurus walks into the scene, like you can no longer, you know, you cannot um you can't suspend you're no longer able to suspend your disbelief yes it's there's just i'm sorry there's just no way uh that this holds up under any sort of scrutiny whatsoever so 
even if this building was packed, that would just be that many more people that saw it live that were like, I think I can miss this next time they come back to town. Mm, I know. Yeah. It's what is a luchasaurus, by the way? Is it a fighting dinosaur? Is that what it means? I yeah, mean, I think something like that. Yeah. Lucha a... means fight. Right. Yeah, that's so... what I'm saying. Fighting dinosaur. So yeah. That doesn't he's a fighter. He's a fight source. <laughs> so dumb. They found they source. they found they found his fossils buried in the in the dirt with his dukes up. It's little it's little tiny dukes were ready. Tiny to... little arms. <laughs> tiny dukes. <Yeah. laughs> tiny dukes is also about movie. to be your uh, your new Ring of Honor <laughs> six man <laughs> tag team championship manager or something. Uh, fucking hell! We need Master Spencer to Speaking be Richard Source's fucking manager man in the future. Speaking of Ring of Honor, and we had like if we have to watch Iron Country on this fucking show, like if we're if we're importing Ring of Honor stooges over to to Collision, can we get some Athena, please? Can can yeah. can somebody who's doing something right? Can we can we import Athena? I, I'm, you need Honor I, Club I, for that. With you well, we need Honor Club for fucking Iron Savages too. <laughs> Yet I have to watch them on Saturday, so. Explain that one to me. Tell me why the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, who's like 39-0, and 0, is not on collision. I'm pretty sure uh, she told Britt Baker to fuck off once backstage, so she's not welcome at AEW. Well, Britt ain't on collision either, so she make it happen. Is. Well, yeah. Her, her and her say. toothpick husband ain't on collision. So let's get some Athena here while the getting's good. Yeah, yeah well... Yeah, why did they even recruit her? What for? So I that mean, she yeah, could, she's... so that she could be in Ring of Honor, Jimmy. They they've got to build Ring of Honor with somebody, right? Do you even hear about Ring of Honor anymore? Really, like when you think about it, not even the dirt sheets. Yeah, well, yeah. I and watch Ring of Honor every episode. week, and by watch I mean uh-huh. skip everything that's not <laughs> Athena. I was gonna say you're so full of shit there, but I mean, come on. I do. Well, watch, well I mean, I go through it. I go through it, but I get, I get to go through the whole two-hour show. I don't like as soon as, as soon as I see like Griff Garrison or something, I'm like, skip. There, there's no. I am not. I'm not even fast-forwarding it. I am. I'm. I'm pulling the bar, like fully. Not, not raising it. No. Like I'm not hitting the button. I'm pulling the bar forward. Yeah, no. th- yeah. There's not going to be none of that. There's not going to be none of these people that we saw, like this this trios team that fought the Bullet Club Gold, like their Ring of Honor staples. I ain't watching that. I I saw. I got to see. Uh, only reason I watched uh, Vikingo's last match was because that's the one where he got injured. So I watched it. <laughs> once again, he's up, once again he's bit. flying at a guy. He no, he just he. He he did a it was like I think it was Tony Nice. He did a tope on Tony Nice and like Hit barely first, grazed it? him and Tony and, and and Tony fell down and he just took a bump right on his hip. Kind of like Kenny Omega did the last time he did a dive out the ring. Did you see that? He basically took bad, a dude. flying back, you know, a flying hip toss bump over the top rope. Nobody even made an effort to catch him. And I knew as soon as he hit that thing, he was like, "Why did I do that?" <laughs> It's like what I know, even Kenny Omega was like, "Why am I still doing this? No one ever catches yeah. me." Like what? I just straight off, took dude, a flying hip toss bump by myself from the ring to the floor. Genius. Oh. But anyways, Athena, please more Athena. 
She's the she's the best the one of the best that this is this is how you really do psycho lady uh in wrestling. Not Tony Storm thinking she's a movie star star, not uh whatever the fuck anybody else Fondless. is doing. Yeah, not no yeah, no. This is get Athena on collision now. Yeah, but, well, it's not happening. It will never happen. But if they bring her on, they need to give her a fun gimmick. Yeah, call it Tina instead. Yeah, she has a fun we'll gimmick. Call, we'll call her Tina, and her gimmick will be. You know what? I I just I just thought of, of a real the great best, gimmick. Actually, she can, Chris. she can come out and she can think she's a werewolf. That'll be her gimmick. That'll for AEW. All right, keep laughing. You know, dogs are in right now and wolves. <laughs> just quietly. Have you noticed everyone's barking and howling these days in wrestling? Ah, oh, yeah, exactly. Right? That'll that'll. I mean, get look at Bron Breaker. Look how he mm. came out. He was a big black wolf. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think it is great. I think it is legitimately great, though. Like she's a very, very talented re- women's wrestler. There are a few of them out in the world. They're just uh, <laughs> you have to go searching for them a little bit. Holla at the moon. <laughs> yeah. all right time for letter grades um yeah yeah, this show's gonna get a d for me (laughs) um there were there were at least three segments of this where i thought okay that's well done again i like the tony storm match i like everything they ever do with uh um bullet club gold and i mean i like all those guys it's not just jay white i really really like juice robinson i have become officially like a fan of that kid um like if he went back to wwe i'd i'd be i I would be stoked to see him you know uh hopefully in like the you know upper mid card sort of spot where i think he belongs Um, cj paco no don't don't that's, do that's that. Juice. That's don't juicy. do that. Call him Juice Robinson. Um, <laughs> as and then the the I really really liked the tag title change too. I really liked that switch. I thought that that was booked really well, and I like the fact that they're pushing you know, like younger talent who I think they've been ignoring for a little while. I really like Starks and Big Bill both, um, and I'm glad that they did that. Everything I'm getting thunder vibes else, though, guys. Everything else on this show was bad. Like, like not just not good. It was it, like it was bad. I don't. I don't want to see the ass eaters versus the scissorers. That's weird. What? I don't. I'm not into that. Um, You're not. You were 2023. No. A lot of people and, are into it. Into that. And thing. Commander getting a a shot at anyone's world championship is just embarrassing. What about um, gravity? This crowd didn't do anything for me either, obviously. Um, yeah, it's getting a D for me. Uh, it, it, it literally only has a passing grade because of those three good things. Because the rest of this show would have been like an F minus. If they didn't have those three good things on here, There's no. I would just fucking hate everything about tonight. So, yeah, D for me. Uh, Vet will go with you next. What's your letter grade for the night? Uh, C minus. Um, I like more of the stuff than you did. It would have been a C plus except for that embarrassing finish to the show. You know, like you, you brought in this guy and this is what you have. So you lost almost a whole letter grade just for that finish there. Um, was this the one I, too much wrestling guys? Was this the one that had the Dan Housen thing on it or 
Was that no, a different that was show? Wednesday. Was that, was that? That was Wednesday. That was Wednesday? Okay. Yeah. Right, let's make a show. All right. Wenshausen. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, C minus, C minus, pass, barely passable. Uh, but um, there was a lot of things working against it. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy. Definitely a C minus for me, or even a D. Either way, man, it doesn't matter. They're interchangeable. C or a D, but I'll say C because it started off pretty decently, right? But then, I don't know, man. It just fell off the cliff, and then we saw Edge. I mean, shit, speaking of falling off. Yeah, I just felt embarrassed. Like the vet said, I said the exact same thing, dude. I was saying, while we're watching it, I go, dude, I'm embarrassed, literally, for for poor old Adam Copeland. I just am. You know what I mean? It, it, it really, like, I feel for him, dude, because... And I just remembered, you know why he laughed also? Because TK said it's his birthday this Tuesday. And then he just fucking laughed hysterically. I mean, who the fuck says that? It's my birthday, ladies and gentlemen. This Tuesday. Title Tuesday. Yeah. My birthday. Well, there's there only two title matches. Fun. Yeah. So, yeah, for that, Steve. All right. Yep. Um... Well, I, I I will say before we before we get into plugs, um, a- Adam has a tendency to be pretty like expressive, um, especially now, like since his return, Adam Copeland, um, oh, the coop. yeah, like when he came out for the Rumble and he like he had that look on his face, like holy shit, I missed this, and you could sort of tell like he that he actually meant that he really did miss it, like he was actually expressing an emotion he felt tonight when he came out. He, you you saw like a facial expression on his face, and it it really was pretty clearly, oh shit, we've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> like Dude. you could see, it was like holy fuck. <laughs> He's been blocking people left and right too for actually being honest and not even giving him shit. They're just saying, look, he's not a draw, but I'm still a fan. And then you know, a person I know got blocked for that, just for simply saying that. Yeah. Yep. Um oh, really? Come on, Adam. Anyway, Jesus. D's and C's from uh from us and uh let's do the plugs and we can get the fuck out of here within two hours. Jimmy T, where can the people find you? In bed at this point. I'm ready for bed. So you can find me in my bed. But no, in all seriousness, um you can find me on the X at DJ Mass Effects and also Don't give the Iron Savages any ideas, Jimmy. Yeah. No, please stay away from me, Savages. You mongrels. Just saying. But anyway, yeah, and you can also find us at the PWC Network. Like like, and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com where not only do you get the realest talk in pro wrestling, but the best talk in all of wrestling for five bucks. Don't be tight. Don't be like TK. Pay five bucks and you get the best thing in all of wrestling. And I'm in mediagroup.popping.com and the pwcnetwork.popping.com. And that's it, man. I'm ready for bed. All right, Vet, where can the people find you? They can find me scrubbing through Ring of Honor to get to Athena's content. Uh, God damn. Yeah. You know, for only 10 bucks a month, you can watch Athena. Um, so, <laughs> Why are you 10 bucks? Uh, yeah. Other than that, um, you can uh, find me on twitch.tv slash opinion haver uh, right after this. So please uh, go there and hang out with me some more, and I'll tell you um, why, um, you know, Athena's so great. And then uh, you can also catch me on the uh, 
uh impact attack uh as we record this that is monday uh that is tomorrow monday 6 30 p.m pacific 9 30 p.m eastern every monday with brandon where we talk about impact wrestling why would you want to listen to that you may ask because i'm talking about it that's fucking why and uh so is brandon so we will uh you know, we've had both of these lovely gentlemen as guests, and we will in the future as well, just as, as soon as they have time to stop watching all the AEW content that keeps getting put out against their will. And then you've got oh, the boy. Next Level Wrestling Review with myself and Big Ray Hernandez every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern. We talk about NXT, and if they do one of their premium live events, we talk about that too. You can check out our No Mercy review Uh and uh, we've had uh, both these gentlemen on there as well, uh, including this nobody right here as a constable. Um, and this, uh, well, you know what? Let's just let's just move along, and let's just say um, you can also find uh, you can find me not necessarily always on Wrestling with Rip Rogers, but I'm always mentioned on Wrestling with Rip Rogers because I'm just a huge friend and part of. So, oh, whoa! Am I back? That's turned into a yeah. No, there he is. All right, okay. I'm back. Yeah, I came uh, back. Tune in. I was tune into everything Vet does. <laughs> yes, yeah. including yeah. I, I had to tune into myself just now. Uh, so yeah. that's what that was right there. So yeah, wrestling with the Rip Rogers and Stevie Richards wrestling analysis. Check all that stuff out. Patreon, Big Fitness Show, everything Stevie's doing. Check all that stuff out before I get yeah, blanked he's out. Killing it, man. Right on. Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. You can go there to see everything I have to say about pro wrestling, politics, and whatever the hell else I feel like talking about. You can find me on the PWC Network. Me and Jimmy T kick ass over there. We're also a pretty big part of the HMG and ChannelAttitude.com crew as we kind of run the week. Weekends. Uh, we do the uh, Smack Attack. We do Rampage Uncaged. And right here, we do Wreckage. Um, and so, uh, yeah, you can find me at all of those places. Also, this week, like this last week, uh, if you want to listen back, you can listen to my review um, of uh, No Mercy and this week's NXT with The Vet and Big Ray. Uh, it was a fun show we did. And uh, yeah, other than that, you can't find me. Because I don't want to be found. I'm sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. All right. Well, for Vet, for Jimmy, for everybody in the in the chat, thank you very much, everybody. We love you. And, uh, yeah, stay safe. And um, that's about it. Ole. <laughs> Ciao. Oh, bye. Whatever. Peace. <laughs>